This is episode 8, and today we're talking about the biggest mistake that you are currently making in your Bible study. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical Christian training. Hey guys, welcome to another Monday. This week, we're going to go really deep into how to properly read and apply the Bible. And over the next three days specifically, we're going to talk about three really important Greek words slash ideas. I just did a slash in the air with my hand. I don't know if you can catch that. Three Greek words slash ideas that apply to our daily Bible study routines and why each of those ideas is important. And uh, these lessons will include clips from my online teaching series called Amateur Bible Scholar. It's an online teaching series where I dive into how to read, understand, and apply the Bible just like a Bible expert. If you are uh, interested in taking your Bible study to the next level, I highly encourage you to go and check it out. You can just go to AmateurBibleScholar.com and learn more. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you as well. And uh, today we're going to talk about the wrong way to read the Bible. And it's also probably the way that you are reading it because it's the way that most people read the Bible. I'd say probably about 95 to 98% of Christians read the Bible this way and it's absolutely wrong. And so here is a clip from my teaching series, Amateur Bible Scholar, talking about eisegesis. Enjoy. Eisegesis. And this is actually a dirty word. And we're talking about why this is a dirty word. All right? When a reader imposes his or her interpretation into and onto a text, unfortunately, this is our default mode when we approach the Bible. Right? It's making the Bible conform to your view. Sometimes without even knowing that it's happening. Right? That when you try to apply the Bible without understanding the original intent, often you're misleading yourself and not actually doing what the Bible is saying. And it's important to understand that each of us have biases. Each of us tend to read the Bible a certain way. Let's look at this example. Philippians 4.13. I can all, do all things through him who gives me strength. Who's heard this verse before? In exactly this context. Right? I can pass my final exam without studying through him who gives me strength. Right? That is the prayer of every campus student. Right? I can set a new record in my 5K. I can, I can make a winning play on the football field through him who gives me strength. But is that actually what Paul is saying? Well, let's back up a little bit and read it in context. Let's start in verse 10. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. So when you understand the context When you understand the original intent between Paul and the church in Philippi, then you can see that he's not talking about passing your college exam, right? That 
And it helps to understand that Paul is in prison at this point. So it's not like he's hanging out on a hammock on the beach writing this letter, right? And yet still, he's somehow able to be content with his circumstances even when he's in a Roman gulag. Well, why is that? Because God has given him the strength to be content regardless of his circumstances. And so that paints a very different picture of how we will apply that in our lives, right? That regardless of our circumstances, that we can lean on God to give us the strength to trust him and to be content and not feel restless and wondering where God is and if he's at work and can we trust him, right? It's a totally different perspective. But if we are just reading our own viewpoint into the scripture, we won't get there. So I hope that was really helpful and insightful for you learning about eisegesis, why it's so easy to fall into the trap of reading the Bible and putting our own viewpoint on top of it, layering it on top of it. So when we read it, it says what we want it to say. And if that's been you to this point, don't worry. There's plenty of time to get it right. And tomorrow we're going to take the next step. We're going to do our part two of how to read the Bible correctly. And we're going to dive into how to discover what the original writer intended when he wrote his part of the Bible. All right, so that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. But that's it for today. If you like what you heard, subscribe to get daily practical tips just like this one. Make sure to leave a review in iTunes to tell me what you think about the podcast. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, what I can improve. I always want to make it better. And head on over to the Facebook group to let me know what you want to hear in future episodes. There's a link for that in the show notes as well. Every day, is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I will talk to you tomorrow.